When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, guys. We're so excited to see you. We're here to talk about all things Olympics. We're really excited about the luge and all the other. Uh, no, that's, that's uh, which not which what country we are we in about. again? Which which one am I rooting for? We're rooting for the Marvel Stuff Podcast, and that's us. We're here to talk about Marvel, of course. Um, with me today, we've got Josh Kennedy from Facebook. I love that guy. And Ray, nice. I got it. For Ray. Me. Ray, Sorry, Ray's my here. internet is pretty glitchy, so I'm. If I cut, yeah. if I pop out, it's because of my bad internet. So, well, let's hope uh, Ray's internet is a little better. But we're here excited to talk about the, the what's going on. Um, we don't have any episodes to review, but we still wanted to get a podcast out and talk to you guys and just hang out and and explore all things going on Marvel. We're really excited, and we had a few little fun things to do today, along with the obvious news and notes. Um, but we had to break down some top tens. So we decided to make them top fives instead. <laughs> sure um, did. We're going to jump into things that we're surprised made it into the MCU. We're going to try our best to guess things that we think are never going to make it into the MCU. Oh, some of mine are definitely never happening, I promise. Yeah, and then, and then we're going to break down even some video game stuff if we got some time. Um, just oh, to, I made a top five list. We're making time. We're making time, he says. All right, well, I think we jump right into it, Ray. You said you don't have a list. You just want to be on and talk and hang out, huh? Sure. I've been busy all day, so I, I did not that get around That is okay. To we like your commentary, so let's <laughs> get it going. Yeah, let's do start it. Let's, off? Uh, let's start off with um, the things that we were surprised actually ever made it into the MCU. Now, when I did it, I it wasn't necessarily like, oh, from Iron Man. I never thought these things would happen. But like even as things progressed, I had different ones. For example... Number five on my list, I have the snap, which okay. even Surprise as we knew Thanos was in the movies, I didn't think the snap was ever going to happen. I'm a little Worthy surprised included. it did. Once I knew there was two, like they split Avengers, you know, the final Avengers into two movies, mm-hmm. then I kind of knew the snap was going to happen. But all the way back when Thanos was in it and through the first Avengers, I just never thought they would go that way. It seems crazy to me that they did. It's yeah, it was like gnarly. I, I couldn't believe that they uh they went that way and wiped out half of it. But the snap, man, pretty crazy. That was I, uh, that, that's number five on my list. What not sure why I didn't put that on mine. Uh, you can you can say your number four, but that is a very worthy inclusion, and I didn't think of it in that way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely a crazy route to go. You can do your number four. Um, well, I also I also have another one that's kind of crazy because it's just so big, and that's Ego of the Living Planet. Um, oh lord I'm, never why thought, did they do it i never thought he'd make make an appearance i especially never thought they would do the face uh, on the planet that yeah, they kind of do at the end um so it was either like guardians one i mean he's not that connected to the guardians in traditional uh Lord, so i just didn't think he was going to come in i knew even after the first movie there was like some rumors i was pretty I was pretty late to the game to accepting that Ego was going to make an appearance in the MCU. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, his father being Ego is very different. I just listened to, I think eventually we might talk about a podcast I've been listening to, which is Marvel's Wastelanders, Old Man Star-Lord. And it talks about his actual father from, like, the comics and stuff and not being Ego the Living Planet. And his actual father also sounds really interesting, so it's... It is a little weird that they went Ego the Living Planet, but what do I know? Although we're going to do anti-top tens in the next couple weeks, and uh, Guardians 2 makes my bottom ten. So. 
I like it. All right, I'll just give me a couple of years. Yep. Uh, so five, it, I went. You know, low hanging fruit. We saw Howard the Duck. Why did we see Howard the Duck? Was, oh come on! It's so it's such a classic, weird old movie. You gotta. I I know, but like, w- did anyone expect to see him in the movie? No, it's think, it was it's outrageous. And Howard the Duck is very much an animated type character. Well, and they yeah, and they did it so um so meticulously. They like really put a lot of work and probably a lot of money into recreating Howard the Duck. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like it existed in reality. Like, I thought I was yeah, watching, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He does feel like he doesn't That fit. movie is fire. And if we ever want to do a review of that one, even though it's not related to anything, I am down for that. But number four on my list, I put Multiverse. The fact that they are... We haven't officially really seen it. I mean, obviously, we've seen the reference. Okay. And it's yeah. kind of turning into the thing. But I never thought in a million years we would be getting comic book movies about multiverses. Because I've talked about that in previous episodes, how that's so comic booky of them to do that i didn't think they would embrace that in the overall like cinematic universe so that's my number four yeah i mean i, I guess i sort of saw it coming as like you started to realize how successful it was it just yeah like- i mean eventually they're gonna run out of ideas but just if you would have told me back in 2012 when the first avengers came out like hey actually we're gonna have four spider-mans eventually like, what four why yeah that's, we that's one yet they don't even have the rights uh all right all right yeah no, no, I, got, I got you i got you uh ray feel free to if you ever come up with one that just jumps in your head feel free to jump in and just Will chime do. along <laughs> um but as i moved down my list here i got sam wilson taking over as captain america didn't see it i mean I'm it's coming. hard to see that coming because it's relatively new, even to the comics. Yes, exactly. And I, but it was a cool route to go, and I'm glad that they did it. Yeah, I mean, Sam Wilson's been around the comics, but his right, he did take like, over Captain America. Yeah, that, I was. It, I don't feel let down, but one of my favorite storylines for Bucky Barnes as a character is when he takes over his cap and kind of has to grow into that those shoes, and we're not going to get to see that now which is it's fine because the way they did it was perfect and i'm very glad that it happened but i am a little bummed that i don't get to see that play out yeah i think even all the way through like up till civil war i still thought it was going to be buffy Mm -hmm. um so it's it was interesting to me that they went that way i like that they went that way it makes sense they went that way and it was good it's good show he's cool scat but yeah i just would have guessed bucky every time Watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it made me really realize that Bucky wasn't ready for, like, the responsibility of Captain America. Like, I don't think he was... Well, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I have a lot of work to do to get there. Yeah, I agree with that, but I, I, part of me thinks that's why they were going to make him... I guess you guys couldn't hear. She's kind of cutting in and out. We might have to suplex her out of the stream here, unfortunately, but... What she's saying is, in the MCU, the the Bucky we saw wasn't ready to be Cap, which is true. That's also sort of why I thought he was going to get to be it, because I thought they were going to go that sort of growth route, and they did, but they did for Sam as well at the same time. Ultimately, I think that was the right choice, but it was definitely surprising. Um, what's your uh, what's your number two? We'll just keep moving along, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I threw out a specific character. I'm really surprised that Mysterio ever made um, made the big screen. Uh, yeah, he made my top ten villains for a reason in the MCU because he's awesome. And the way they translated his character as like a very comic booky villain and turned him into this like kind of making everything make sense for him as a character, just really good writing for sure. All right, first off, a little tangent. I don't know if anyone here actually watched the Olympics uh, opening ceremony, but they did this really cool light show. Um, it's apparently a thing that's pretty common over Japan. Out of drones, they like put them up in the sky and they created the, the world and they create different shapes and they spread out to be all these different Mysterio things. Mysterio took over the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, it was literally freaking Spider-Man Homecoming happening in real life. I was like, what is going on here? Uh, so that technology is getting me. I'm just gotta yes. in. So it was very cool. Right. Um, but yeah, I wasn't even sure Spider-Man would ever make in the MCU. Obviously, we knew that. We, I kind of yeah, thought it would stay with forever. I yeah, I didn't put him down just because I'm like with the like how the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. two was received. I'm like, yeah, they really gonna have much of a choice here soon. 
it was it was fine but uh mm-hmm. i'll hop in my number three i put world war hulk but i put kinda because uh, yeah. i was very surprised that they even got to a war planet and hulk is like the mascot of an entire right. world it was very interesting and how they wrote the uh uh, Del Toro, there whatever. Yeah, they didn't quite do World War Hulk, but right. they, the fact that they're even yeah. Doing Spoiler this, alert: <laughs> things we will never see. I put real World War Hulk <laughs> on my things that we're never right. gonna see. So, I uh, yeah, number three, World War Hulk. Kind of, it was kind of cool to see them come as close as they're probably gonna get, and I I think they wrote it well. Thor Ragnarok. It's a really good MCU movie. It's probably one of my favorites. I think it was in my top ten. I don't remember exactly. But number two, I put Guardians of the Galaxy themselves. Because if if you would, in any way, shape, or form, they were a D-list at best superhero team. No one, me being a big comic book nerd, I didn't even know who the Guardians were. I didn't have any sort of crossover there. I hadn't seen any of the books. I haven't read anything about them. And all of a sudden, they got a movie, and then it turned into a franchise, and now it's getting turned into a video game. It's like, really? They they put in the work to make those guys great. And I think James Gunn has a lot to do with uh, why that came about. But Guardians of the Galaxy 2 took my number two spot because I didn't think we'd ever see them. Yeah, well, I get that. Yeah, I think when the whole thing started, yeah, I don't think there's any reason to have all the random things to pick out that they were going to pick the Guardians to be the reason they go to Exactly. Space. Like right. decades and decades of IP to choose from, they chose a D-list space faring team because at that point the uh marvel cinematic universe hadn't even adventured into the cosmos really i mean we knew about thanos but beyond that it was like thor was kind of like a weird mythology thing more than a space thing so yeah it, it's it's interesting i guess you know they weren't going to go the captain marvel route because i don't know they probably had some sexist people up in the higher ups for too long what's but, your opinion on that ray i think uh i think you're in well enough See if you can get a couple words in. So good, and then she starts to talk. Yeah, I, I am going to get my phone charger and use my phone's Wi-Fi. So, I will, I will be back, and hopefully, I will connect better. So, yeah, I like that idea. Perfect plan. Out for a little while, we'll just continue our lists. Um, Yeah, you want to do your number one first? You want me to do it? Because I don't care either way. You got it. Let's see it. Number one. All right, I went number one. Wandavision, the show. The idea behind it, I'm so glad they did it because it's one of the coolest things they've ever done. But they they kind of did House of M. Did anyone think they were going to do House of M? I don't think so. so. I don't. I kind of. And those two characters getting their own show when they're secondary, tertiary characters. Yeah, I thought about putting them down too, but then I was like, House of M. I'm not that surprised that they went the House of M direction. It's once a popular they- book, but I didn't think they'd be able to do it without the X Men. That was the yeah. weird thing. But I, but I agree that I didn't think I never saw the whole sitcom thing coming. So I guess in no, some definitely ways, definitely not. Yeah, that's that was enough. That's why I said the the show itself because one, the way they did it and the story arc they chose to go about with it was very interesting. Yeah. So in some ways, I saw one of these coming. In other ways, I definitely didn't. That's definitely an interesting one. Uh, my number one is just an Ant Man sequel. First off, I never thought they. How do you get a one movie? <laughs> <laughs> right, like they're the new Ant Man, but I guess he's been around enough. Eh, whatever, maybe. Yeah, Paul Rudd, man, that that was that was. I prime. thought maybe they time into Ultron because that was a thing. So I kind of was like, yeah, Ant Man might do a thing. And then the movie comes out, and then they're still doing a sequel. I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't get the appeal of the first. Definitely didn't understand any yeah, reason I've, for a sequel. I've seen Ant Man twice, and I've seen Ant Man and the Wasp. I think once, and that's not exaggerating. It's just like I saw that in theaters. I was like. Those jokes are funny. I enjoy that movie enough. I'm probably not going to watch it again unless I go through the whole MCU library, which I may do eventually. Yeah, it seems so weirdly... Yeah, I don't know. I just never saw it coming. I would have never guessed a hundred times that Ant-Man would have been successful enough to warrant a sequel. Right. So, Ray, I brought up your uh, your queen, Wanda, from WandaVision. Not sure if you heard that part, but that was no. my number one. What are your thoughts on that? Of Did you not see it happening? Of Did you surprise to see it? Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really see her, like, getting, like, this intense power so quickly, like, in WandaVision. Um, I don't know how I anticipated that happening, but, I mean, yeah. 
that part kind of surprised me. It also kind of surprised me that they went a little bit of a villain route for her for a while there. That part didn't surprise me because that's very much what her and Quicksilver are in the comic books. They're like yeah, well, I don't kind of com- Avengers, <laughs> kind of villains, kind of X-Men. They've yeah. always had like a very hit or miss situation if they're good or bad, depending on the writer. But they made her like, like yeah. they went big bad, kind of. But then yeah. again, the hero, the flip was cool. Yeah. I, uh, especially with Marvel, I really like the characters that are like back and forth where like they're not entirely good but they're not entirely bad yeah i mean i I think i'm surprised a little bit that loki got his own show because he's a villain yeah i'm not the loki fan base is huge i know that's why if they would have cast someone not tom hiddleston i don't know if he would have got the same show yeah it's fair enough he's been but tom hiddleston has carried the torch very well what up david glad you're joining us in here um yeah, so I think that that part's interesting. But now we're gonna transition to our other top five. Flip here, to the other way, yeah. Which I'm I'm really interested in. Is I there's a lot of people who try to guess what is gonna happen in the MCU eventually. I wanted to spin it on its head and see. So never could we guess in the who knows how much longer the MCU is going to exist? Guess what doesn't ever show up. I am already one. doubting one of mine. Go ahead, Ray does have one. So that's I've got good. a number one, but I'm not going to wait one. in case you guys have it on your list. Okay, before we talk, we'll let Ray go. Mephisto. <laughs> she calls out the she thinks Mephisto the won't, ever, won't ever show up. You guys have all this right out. Um, that's my number one that I don't think is going to happen. He did make my list, which is surprising because we're on this show. Um, <laughs> I'll start this one out, yep. Or did I start yeah. the last one? Well, let me let me great lay some ground rules down. Um, number one, it, to see if we're right or wrong, if they show up as like a statue somewhere like Beta Ray Bill has, Beta Ray Bill is not in the MCU yet. It does not count. So if that happens not to yet. one of the things we guess, it doesn't really count as being in the MCU. The character has I to think he will get in the MCU, though. That's I think he will, opinion. too. Well, yeah, I just yeah. mean, like... Those rules, like... The rules yeah. of, like, if we guess it right or not. If they Are just they going to bring back a story or a team? The character has to at least, like, have a line and, like, actually be visible yeah. on screen to have counted as being in the MCU. But uh, I know when I did it, I tried to make sure Frog I only listed characters and names of things that I already knew previously. I tried not to, like, just Google oh, Laura from the comic book yeah. this one yeah i i did the same thing i tried not to go like too deep cut through like hey uh wolverine's grandson was pretty popular in this line in the 1990s it's like yeah no of course he's not coming because he's irrelevant i tried to keep it semi-realistic it, right yeah some of them could could happen but we just don't think we will because we just we think we're s- smart enough to know marvel by this point they yeah, my number one money to do this, so might be pushing the rules, but that's okay. I'm gonna that's do right. Go ahead, shoot your shot. Okay, I'll do five and four then. Uh, number five, I did Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. It's a very, <laughs> very popular graphic novel. Yeah, it is. People love it, and Deadpool is making it to the Marvel Universe, but they're never gonna have him go on a murderous rampage and kill all of the heroes. That's I can see them doing like. Uh, like a yeah. weird montage. They'll do like a spin. A, an off-shoot commercial or something. Also, if they put them in what, if. in what If, it's not really part of the MCU. I understand that with multiverses, everything is theoretically connected. Yeah. They could do a What If of Deadpool. They could do that, yes. Uh, I wouldn't count that as being part of the MCU if they do a What right. If of it, but I guess our fans can correct me if they disagree. Yeah. But okay. that was my number five. I thought it was a fun one. Uh, number four, I put a true... Civil War. This one I'm doubting a little bit. Like a true Marvel Civil War like they did in the comics and the Marvel mm-hmm. Ultimate Alliance 2. Which, you know, kind of a transition. Right. To the We're going to do that later. But I don't think they're going to embrace the full secret identity. You have the right to keep it or not keep it. They did the... Uh, what was it called? The, yeah, they split uh, it on their head and it's not coming back around. That, right, yeah. That's why I said it. It's the like... Accord? Thank you, Sokovia Accords. I couldn't think of the word. But yeah, the Sokovia Cards, they did a version of what Civil War was all about. And we got to see the iconic, you know, Unabeam going into Cap Shield. And we got to see cool stuff like that. And obviously, Civil War is one of the best movies they did. But a true 
cut and dry civil war. It's all about identities and who wants to register to be revealed or not. I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah, well, yeah, mostly because most characters just don't have secret identities. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's not a thing that they've established. But there are some coming up that are going to, but I don't... The, the only reason I doubted this one for a second is because they recently did a Civil War 2 in the comics. I didn't read it, but they did, like, a sequel-ish war thing, and Captain Marvel was, like, the main character. Yeah. So maybe they'll do something like that, but I don't think so. All right, all right, all right. Um, I got here... My first two that I'm going to list are a couple teams... Similar okay. to how Guardians kind of came out of nowhere, so I'm sure if I made this list 15 years ago, I might have guessed Guardians. But um, I have here the X-Factor team. I love I the X-Factor team. It's such a weird offshoot of, like, I just don't think that they're going to come together. It no, seems like they've already got their weird team of Guardians of the Galaxy. They really need, like, an investigative team of weird... <sighs> But we got to see the black and gray Wolverine with the red eyes. That's one of his coolest outfits ever. It just seems so unlikely. They still have to get Wolverine. I know. I agree with that. I think maybe in 10 years, if we're still going, I could see a team up between Wolverine and uh, Psylocke because she's part of the team. But like characters like Phantom X, which is also on the team, like I barely know who that is. There might be X-Factor characters who show up. I don't think they'll ever be like, hey, here's an X-Factor team. Yeah. The movie. Like I see what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, um, that's less like. Yeah, that's not very likely. Uh, fun team. I didn't even think to say it. Oh, wow, series. Another team I have here that people are going to recognize, but I don't think will ever be in the MCU. That's Big Hero Six. <laughs> I do not believe that they will ever decide to put a live action, different version of the Big Hero Six into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if only because the animated movie is so loved. It, it's a silly and, cartoon too. It's not really Marvel characters, but yeah. But why would they remake it? Right? Why would you? I wouldn't know. The movie was so good. If they messed with it, I'd be upset. Yeah. Now, because it had a Stanley cameo, does it make it Marvel Cinematic Universe adjacent? No, because Stanley cameo has cameoed in a DC movie. I forget which yeah. one. He's also cameoed in multiple Kevin Smith movies, which Kevin Smith is not part of the MCU. You know, like a reference. <laughs> For Kevin Smith's Mall Rats in yeah. uh, Captain Marvel, but anyway, yeah, no, I, I, it is funny, but I just think because like a lot of what happens in the animated movie isn't what they are from the comics, it would just annoy people that like, well, where is Baymax? Well, why are they acting this way? I like it better. Is um, yeah. so the the cartoony version I think ruins That's for their sure it in the MCU. They're not going to lock that in as my official. It's never going to happen. True. Feel free to comment if you think it might happen. I'm curious. All right, Bambi also not going to be in the MCU. Just so everyone, for just so everyone's clear, there's no Bambi, no Thumper. Yep, the deer. (laughs) No Disney classics, really. I think are good. Yeah, no, that's that's a safe bet. Anyway, uh, you you just did your two teams, right? Yeah. So I'm going to do number three. I spoiled it earlier. A real World War Hulk. It's because they don't have the rights to Hulk as an exclusive character, but they can only kind of use him because of Universal. It's a weird deal. I don't think we're ever going to get a true World War Hulk movie. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, it's hard to say because they could get the rights, right? They got the rights. That's true. They could just buy Universal like they did to Fox. (laughs) That's what I would do. That would be, first off, if there's a single thing that I hope happens that I agree it probably won't, it would be a true World War Hulk. That is one of the great... And like Marvel stories ever. The yeah. comic's great. The animated shows about it. It's awesome. It's sweet. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to get a true version of it, but that's okay. We still love the MCU. Uh, number two. So I want to jump around a little bit. They did it at Fox right before they shut down. They did New Mutants. And that's a horror movie. I want to see the MCU further deep you know dive deeper into other genres because they're such a big thing and they're all almost the same like here's another action adventure movie here's another action adventure movie a little bit of sci-fi a little bit of the mystical but eventually this it's just we're gonna have to get over it we have to do some new things put some spice in it and i think doing like a true rated r horror movie set in the mcu will be really freaking sweet because if you saw new mutants not the best movie ever, but it was pretty cool how they did it, honestly. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of like drawing on WandaVision, how they did a bunch of different genres with all those TV shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be really interesting to see Marvel's take on like a horror movie 
or like if they did like a just straight up comedy or like a spy thriller kind of a thing where they just kind of expand into a different genre while still maintaining like what's classically marvel i think that's what they really tried to do with black widow they tried to go spy thriller kind of yeah yeah it is interesting i think if they're gonna go the horror route it would probably be closer to and it's hard blade will probably be more action than it is horror but they could definitely make that more of a horror movie um someone like elsa bloodstone like uh you know the the Buffy, the vampire yeah, yeah, player of the like Marvel that, universe. Vampire lady, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, Doctor Strange is supposed to be a horror film. We just got that comment up on the thing. Yeah. It, we'll see, but it's still going to be a PG thirteen movie. It's that all I'm saying is I want to see like I want it'd be cool to see like a real villain and like the blood and gore. Like you see why he's a villain. Like the campy PG thirteen villain. Like some of them, you know, they they play with the fence a little bit, but a lot of them they have to. S- stick to very strict yeah. we're not talking and horror want... elements we're talking a pure horror movie pure horror movie yes it's, it's I job like is to scare people i don't I think they're you. going to though. i got you got you was that both yours oh uh, that was my three and two yes so yeah, yeah okay uh my next two are going to be a couple characters that i think will never show up in the mcu and they kind of represent to me a larger idea i have here hercules um who the makes... greek god yes Yes. Yeah, he's a yes. he's a big deal in Marvel comics. He makes regular appearances in Marvel comics. I don't think they'll ever do another mythology thing, right? They did, they did Thor, Thor they did the Norse mythology. I don't think they're going to do another set of, you know, typical That's known sad. about mythology gods in Hercules. There might be like a reference, like Thor might yeah. sometimes say, like, "Oh yeah, I remember I fought Hercules one time," like say it exists. But I just don't think the character of Hercules will ever show up on screen, have lines, do anything. I mean, I guess technically never say never because this could be going on for another 15 years, but it's very unlikely that they're going to re-embrace like mythology in any way. Other right. than He's not the- big enough in the comics right? for it to make enough sense. I just don't, I, I don't see other like, characters. I think if they pulled Hercules into the MCU, it would confuse a lot of people who are like yeah. more casual because they're going to they're gonna go in thinking like, Disney animated Hercules. And they're like, why, where's Megara? Why does his hair look different? Why does this look nothing like the cartoon? What is, I want my sassy Hades back. Exactly, exactly. And Thor, at least when he comes from North mythology, he has like the built in part of like already being the core of Marvel. If you know anything about Marvel, you know that Thor is in Marvel. Thor is one of the guys, Um, yeah. So I I just don't see it happening. The other character I have, um, represents something as well this is it's uh it's name is lockhead it is the little dragon that goes around with kitty Pryde. Let us go with lockheed lockheed it yes. might be lockheed that's fine he that's made right. an appearance in uh new mutants he uh he was he was in new mutants already so he was he was actually around a different character not kitty pride it was uh anya taylor joyce she was actually in the new mutants yeah, movie yeah. and she had like a pet dragon stuffed animal and it was lockheed but yeah, we're we're never gonna see that character. But I go just ahead. Think, I think they're never gonna do yeah, the like niche parts of like Kitty Pride will be in the MCU yeah. eventually, but I just don't think they'll go as niche to like really connect all the things. I guess I hedge a little bit on this one because you think about um, Sam Wilson and he kind of had his little eagle in the yeah, form Red of Wing. Yeah, he had Red Wing in the form of a thing, so it counts. I think it counts because they name it as Red Wing as well. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, Kitty, like, I don't know, has, I guess it would count. But it just seems unlikely that things like that will make the MCU. Yeah, because you're getting into deep, deep cuts at that point. Like, that's, yeah. I was surprised to see that character in New Mutants. So that honestly probably makes it even less likely that we're going to see it again. Because they did it kind of cool in that movie. But, it, right. it, yeah. That's a good one. I like Lockheed as a character. Uh, my number one might break the rules a little bit because this one is like for sure, for sure, never going to happen. But I put uh, Amalgam Projects. And if you know anything about Amalgam, there it's a comic book publisher that was literally a combination of DC and Marvel. They had a deal where they released a bunch of titles that combined characters like Dark Claw was a combination of Wolverine and Batman. And then they had... Uh, some sort of thing with Superman and Cap and yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I think I think you read one one time. Is something? 
yeah, they're not really that good. So even, even it, yeah. And plus it's like completely different licenses, but we did say things we're definitely never going to see. And I put all my money on that never happening. I think that's a safe bet. It's funny. Cause my number one actually is, and it's tough. Cause I had a little bit, I feel confident enough to say it. I do not believe there will ever be a Marvel DC crossover. No, in the same MCU. idea. I, I, well, yours is more like, they combine really characters. Yours is more yeah. like guaranteed to never happen. They're never gonna like make <laughs> the same character. It's like a slim chance that someday they like do a giant crazy crossover. Like, it would happen. Aren't good it, enough. It would happen if Marvel bought DC, but it that would, would yeah, be. They'd it. have to buy Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has a lot of money now. Yeah, Warner Brothers is a big, big, big thing. Um, it could happen. It just seems very, very unlikely. I'm gonna guess it never happens. Right. I don't think DC will ever be so big that it, it makes sense for them. And it, I just, yeah, I, I'm going to go on my guess that there will never be a DC Marvel crossover, um, at least in the MCU. They might make a separate movie that's its own unique thing. Um, that's an animated movie or like some other company makes some right. crossover. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think anything official in the MCU canon timeline will ever be a crossover between the yeah. two. Big facts there. I agree with you there. Well, it's funny that we both had number ones that are very similar. It's just yours are the separate characters. I, no, I it was no. it was some deep cuts going to Mollicum. I did I had to Google the name of the place because I know they did the comic book run, but I couldn't remember the name. But it's yeah. Uh, it. Were there any other things that you thought about putting on, but you were like, ah, it might happen now. Uh, I think. What's the team? I think are they just called the Marvel Knights, where it's it's Blade, Ghost Rider, yeah. uh, like one or two other guys that are considered to be uh, dark or whatever. Yeah, right. I I almost put that down, but then it's like none of those characters are in, so that could literally be how they get them kind of introduced mm-hmm. and like kind of build that type of because they could even be a villain team. That would be cool if they introduce like Blade and Ghost Rider and uh, what are, do you remember what the other two guys are? There's at least mm-hmm. there's four for sure, but no, I don't. Doesn't really matter. They're not big characters, but if they built them up as like not an anti-hero, is there such a is that is there an anti-villain? I don't know if that's an official thing, but I think it's just anti-hero because yeah, an anti-hero is someone who rides the line. Yeah. All right. Fine. I guess I won't call Webster and get my word put in there. But that's exactly. Yeah. Um, well, almost been the list. I had a couple of thoughts. Uh, the Mojo verse. Um, there's like the weird, creepy guy. But with all the multiverse stuff, I think the Mojo verse could happen. Is um, that just like Stranger Things? I don't. I, I, I don't know Mojo. See, when I hear Mojo, I think Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I, I think it's WatchMojo.com, the YouTube channel. But it's just I, I thought that for a second too. Uh, yeah, Powerpuff Girls also never going to make it to the MCU. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. They're probably not even going to make it to the screen in live action. Let's yeah, they got canceled. Their show did, so maybe yeah. they'll try again. Because th- if that leaked script that was script real, so bad. that was awful. That was a really terrible script. I was hoping it was like a joke. Nope, because there were people that tested for the. <laughs> for the roles and they're like yeah no that that was real that was the real script that they had us read it's like oh yeah that's unfortunate but I, it's a weird i don't know i, I gotta i love pop up girls i think i've said that on this podcast before that i definitely dressed up as buttercup for halloween one time and I, yes. if, you, if you think about and rewatch the show now pop up girls all it's all dialogue is weird none of it ever makes any sense the shit like they yeah they, see <laughs> they don't similar. have fingers Yes, that's true. Something similar, like I, I was rewatching Samurai Jack not that long ago, and in like the second episode, is insanity. They were just talking dogs, and I'm like, guys, this is supposed to be like a story about a Ronin samurai guy, and then all of a sudden there's talking dogs telling him to go on missions. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> not to sidetrack too much, but all of everything that happened in Cartoon Network, that whole, it was all weird shows. I liked them. for sure. Super weird stuff going on there. Um, all right. Uh, so in honor of the continuing closer clock for Colin of what kind of being released in the Marvel Avengers game here. I thought we'd throw together a list of our favorite Marvel video games of all time. Spoiler alert, that game's not on my list. Uh, it did make mine, surprisingly it enough. It did make yours. That's good. I like it. Yeah, because originally I didn't like it at first, but the more and more I've been playing it, I'm like, you know, they kind of took all the elements that I really wanted and put it in a game. There's just not enough characters yet, but I'll get to that one when I talk about it on my list. 
Do you want me uh, to start Anthony. or you got it? I yeah, I'll start, last start right game. off. Um, I have Marvel Strike Force, the mobile platform game. I, I didn't think about putting I thought I wasn't going to put it on there. And it's kind of mean. I've actually just stopped playing it uh, two weeks ago. I just, I mean, nah, not two weeks How's that bank account looking? A lot nicer now, isn't it? That's <laughs> pretty much my hand. But I just, I'm over it. But I think about, I've been playing it for almost two years. I got yeah. a ton of entertainment out of it. There's a lot I liked about it. Um, it's fun to collect characters. It's like very mindless. No, yeah, for sure. I, I played it right along with you for a good year, year and a half there. And we both got very good at it. It's a cool game, but it did not make my list. That's for yeah, sure. And, it, and it, I like that it introduced me to a lot of characters that I wouldn't have thought of. Uh, it made me like characters that I wouldn't like before. That part's um, cool. So sure. I, I love that about it. So I, I had to have it sneak on the list at number five, even if it's a little bit weird. Um, the next one I have on here is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, I like the first one better than the second. No, no, I like the second one better than the first one. Yep. Mm-hmm. The sequel is better. Um, Multiple Marvel Alliance is a fun game. It's just, it's kind of yeah. a button masher. You just kind of like jump around yeah. and smack things over and over. But you get to just swap characters Yep, like it's, just by pushing the directional pad. And you go out of nowhere, dude. You just you get to be everybody, and you get to do them all the time. In a lot of ways, it's similar to what the Marvel Avengers game is. Yeah, I was going to um, touch on that as well. Especially in combat style. But I like the kind of, it kind of, its camera's more top-down. It seems yeah. faster paced. I, I just like it better. I like yep. It's going to be more. really funny if both the first one and the second one end up in the same positions on our list, because... Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 is also my number four. So we'll see what happens with the second one. But uh, I do have one, like, honorable mention. I played it when I was a kid. It's called Marvel Nemesis Rise of the Imperfects. And it was all about these weird, like, aliens invading the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then there were, like, zombie versions of every character. It's a fighter game, but they tried to write a story. And... uh, very good game. Didn't make my top five, but I had to give it the honorable mention because it's nonsense. It's... Ray, have you ever played a video game in your life? Did you? Um, does you know CD-ROMs count? CD-ROMs. Okay, so she's playing Sims 2 and like backyard baseball. Zoo Tycoon, baby. Zoo Ty- that game is baller. If that <laughs> would have fit the criteria for this list, it would be. Zoo mingle. Tycoon and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, I jam. didn't know about that one. You can still jump on Google and find like little simulators for the new ones. It's pretty fun. I like, all right, anyway. Yep, but anyway, my actual number five was Marvel, is Marvel's Avengers. It didn't go high up on my list, but the current Marvel game, I did, I got bored of it at first, but when I finally made my return a couple months ago, I started to really embrace what it is as a game. I'm very much a storyline type of player. I don't like open worlds that much and like repetitive quests, but I kind of understood it. And now I'm like, if you really think about it, they 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 develop each individual character like a lot. Their own individual move sets. You can customize them how you want. Loads of skins, and I think the game's only going to get better. One, obviously, the inclusion of Black Panther is going to be awesome. I think, I obviously, I'm not a video game designer, so I can't complain about how fast they bring out new characters. But if they brought out more characters more often and kind of buffed up the roster a bit. I think I would be a lot more on board with it being it's higher up. It's a short story, but it's a cool story. The, yes. the story in the game is cool. Um, uh-huh. And you follow, you know, my favorite, my new favorite character. Yep. Miss Marvel. Around, Marvel. So. Mm-hmm. It was a cool introduction to that character, really. I mean, I saw her on Marvel Strike Force, but her the real introduction to her as a character was Marvel's Avengers. And they've, they've added a couple storylines. They did uh, Old Man Hawkeye, which I appreciated, and they did a whole Kate Bishop thing. And she's now my second favorite character, so... Yeah, I might that's, have to jump on YouTube and watch some. some yeah, that's games. that's all that. It's it's a good game. I think it's going to get better. But number four, as I said, Marvel Ultimate Alliance one. We had that same one there. Uh, I've just got really fond memories of playing that game all the time with uh, my younger brother Adam. We uh, smoked that game quite a bit. So uh, and same same type of thing you were talking about the the ability to switch characters whenever you want, improve each one individually. It just really made me enjoy that one so that's my number four all right well i got uh i got next i got x-men origin wolverine oh it's on my list i won't say where (laughs) we're gonna have the same list uh such a classic and it's good because it's one of those games for its time was very good it was as pretty simple straightforward kind of game it wasn't crazy like 
you know, I'm going to hop in as soon as you're done talking about it and talk about it. Cause then we could just cover it all at one go, but go ahead and finish your, well, I just, it was, it was a good introduction to the characters fun. It's cool stuff. It's based on the movie, right? Uh, yes, technically, but the storylines weren't really that similar to the but movie, which similar, was no. an advantage to the game. Yeah, uh, spoiler, that actually took my number one. I put oh, like no lots I, I put lots of hours into that game. Man. No way I that's number one. absolutely love that game. I don't know, just the relation, because Wolverine's my favorite character, and the fact that like Gambit was really cool in the game, and the boss fight with Deadpool was difficult, but was fun when you mm-hmm. finally accomplish it. It's it's a and again, it's it's a story based game, and that's exactly what I like. Now, if I tried to play that same game right now, I probably wouldn't like it nearly as much because I've played a lot of other games. But for its time, for its reservation in my head, it's my favorite Marvel game. All right, all right. Oh, you're up. Keep going. It's yeah. Uh, so we're going a little backwards here, but that's all right. Uh, my number three is X Men Legends Two: Rise of Apocalypse. Have you heard oh, of this yeah. game? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, you are tripping, man. Okay, I hope I'm gonna tell my brother Adam to listen to this podcast, and hopefully he agrees with the order. Because that game, I don't think there's a single PlayStation Two game that got more play value in our house than X Men Legends Two. It's really fun. We thought it was the coolest thing ever that the the cutscenes were just really good CGI. We're like, whoa, this is like from the future, but then the actual game mechanics, it's very similar to still how games are today, honestly, but the cutscenes were really cool. The storyline was fun to play through, uh, getting to fight apocalypse. I, I know I played the first one, but I don't remember much about it. So I don't think it's that important in the series. I don't know, but that got my number three because love it. Great game. You should uh, go replay it. If it wasn't, I think I looked for Nemesis on Amazon and it was a hundred dollars for a copy of it on PS2. And I was like, it's not, okay, not okay, worth okay. that. Uh, uh, number two. My, uh, yeah. You go ahead, actually. I'll do my number two, which is uh Spider-Man two from back in 2004. Great game. Um, it absolutely nails that like feeling of the, the web and you get yep. to like, glide around and it's super fun. It's one of the first like real sandbox games. If you guys don't know what a sandbox game is, it's like a, very expansive open world um, about, yeah. with tons of random little side quests collect this collect that stop you know all that crazy stuff that makes games that forever. Works. Mm-hmm. the first sandbox games i got into very grand theft auto style but you're spider-man yes. and you're flying around you get to fight the fights were cool shooting webs were cool you had enough powers that it felt like you were doing cool different things um it was probably the first really like successful and good superhero game so i love uh, it for that. the batman games are pretty sweet too maybe not though either way um yeah uh that game i played it a little bit i was just talking to my brother about this yesterday we were very set on our favorite being our favorite so the other one wasn't really allowed to like <laughs> and ah, spider-man yeah, yeah. is his favorite so i watched it play the game sometimes and it did look like a fun one and these new spider-man games look freaking sweet but I won't play them. I won't do it. It's Adam's favorite. Can't, oh can't play those God. games. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just tell me your number two so I can tell you my number one. Yeah. I also don't have a PlayStation. Uh, uh, I don't have a PlayStation right. anymore. I have an Xbox. But uh, number one, Marvel, or number two, excuse me, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. The whole what? Civil War. I liked that game much better than the first one. Uh, another game I played a lot of. It's the, the the fact that you get to like do a divergent storyline where the missions are different depending on who you choose to go with, and you can't change your mind halfway through the game. It's very uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which is an old Star Wars game that I really liked, and you could kind of choose to be a Jedi or a Sith. It's same type of idea, but they they ramped it up and the storylines were very unique to which character you chose. I mean, yeah. in as well, as much as they could be. I mean, obviously some things were similar. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. my number two. Yeah. Great game. Um, number one, I think anybody who's played every Marvel game, I don't think there would be much to bad. I think this one would easily end in the top 75 percentile. And that's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm not surprised. Such a perfect game. The sit, the, it looks the first phenomenal. one or the sequel. All of the which one? It? The first one or the sequel? The sequel's not out yet, is it? The sequel's not out yet. Okay, okay. Um, so the first one. The, it. It's it's absolutely just like perfect. All the like 
animations are great all the little details are great it feels like you're watching the movie as you play the games um there's so much to do there's so much cool things all the different suits are awesome and they all have unique powers with every suit you unlock. I am a little jealous. I am a little a jealous complete, that Adam gets to play that game. It's a complete unique storyline that like you wouldn't you wouldn't think about, but you get to meet so many cool characters. Like the romance feels very cool and romantic, and you feel like you care about getting to the next scene because you want to see how it goes between you and Mary Jane. But then like you're like, mm, but actually though, this black cat's very cool and everything I'm about it. It's, it it's yeah. one of the better games made. Um, it's definitely the best Marvel game. It's I'll get to phenomenal. it. Maybe. Probably not though. I'm not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real rule. We never even established that. It's just if it in wasn't my head. For, the, for Arkham, you know, the Arkham yeah, series, exactly. it would be the best superhero games bar none. Okay, but they um, literally took mechanics from the Arkham games to make the Spider Man game. So that, it's like that's why Arkham is better. I, I think Arkham's I think Arkham is some of the best games. They're my favorite games, so. but but yeah, it's, it's literally playing the Arkham games, but as Spider-Man. As Spider-Man. Which exactly. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it's a silly rule. It's the playground stuff. No, Ray, what I, I want to know, though, is if you could take the Marvel characters and put them in some video game, which character would you want to be the main character and what kind of game would you play? Uh, Wrong. You'd play Wanda Sim style. You'd do... <laughs> That'd be sick. Okay. It would either be Wanda or Loki because I feel like they because of their wide power range, they you could do a lot of cool stuff with the character. Um but that's about as much as I got. I would play a game where just like Loki owns a town and then I just have to like be Loki. And it's like roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, literally just like a tycoon, but okay. it's Loki Loki's, Loki's roller coaster tycoon. Is when you build that really big roller coaster, but you don't put the stop at the end, and they just go flying. Or it's where you put a bunch of different lions in those one square uh, cages, and you don't maintain the fences, and they just deteriorate, and you don't feed the lions either. You just let the lions they, go. If I remember correctly, because I didn't play Roller Coaster Tycoon, wasn't there a way to make it jump into the neighboring property to make their sales go down while yours go up? I think up? so. That sounds that Which sounds is so funny. Funny. nonsense, but I, I love also it. remember you could put an entrance but remove the exit. So everyone yeah. could oh, come into your park, sense. but they couldn't and leave. They were too damn dumb to leave through that's the entrance. Now that's sense. Wanda's. Uh, roller coaster yeah, tycoon. That's roller coaster tycoon. Okay. Not. Well, just let it be known that the true number one is the Arkham games. Arkham City, then Night, then Asylum. That's the order. Well, I'd put Spider Man above uh, above Night. I think. I, what I disagree. Um, Doesn't matter. That's DC. If we had that podcast, though, I would be the host. You would be the host, and I would have to be the person who says funny things and tries to look good on the end. On the end. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, let's before we jump off though, there's a couple things I wanted to hit on in case you guys uh, listened this long and you were curious about any Marvel news that's happened. Not a ton of things, but a couple of casting notes. One that's more confirmed than others ish. Um, we'll start with the pure speculation of uh, who's going to be playing the Ghost Rider. You got Norman Reedus of uh, the Walking Dead fame. Walking Dead fame. Also in Blade 2. Don't forget. Yes. I won't forget, but I don't care. Yeah, um, not that right. Blade 2 is a great movie. Um, but, hey, the Ghost Rider coming back is cool. Ghost Rider is a cool character. Uh, despite I miss him. I the do, honestly. Movies that exist of it. He is a very he, cool character. Um, a, a version of Ghost Rider was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., correct? I didn't watch the season, yeah. but they did kind of bring the character back, which I was excited about. And you know what? I don't care what anyone says. Nick Cage... Played a great Ghost Rider. The second movie was just one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The second movie might be the worst movie. That's not a Transformers movie. I always say it's the worst superhero movie ever made. I haven't seen Steel starring Shaq, but I can't imagine it's worse than watching stupid Spirit of Vengeance. That movie's absolutely terrible. The goat, like where he takes over that construction bulldozer thing and turns it into a Ghost Rider bulldozer. I'm like, you guys suck. I hate you. And then Idris Elba's in that movie, and his character's awesome. <laughs> I love his character in that movie. Yeah, except yeah. the movie sucks. So movie that's sucks. my Marvel stuff. But Norman Reedus as Ghost Rider could be cool, and having him be part of the official MCU. Yes, it's a character that makes sense. Would be there. 
Street I have never been a Walking Dead fan. I've given it a couple shots. I've seen a couple episodes, but I know him as an actor. Um, he was Boondock Saints is his big thing, and I love those movies. And I hope, I really hope that if they're going to do Ghost Rider, he would be just the ideal casting choice. That, which is why it's probably a fan cast. But fan casts do turn into real casting sometimes. Yes. Good. I have nothing more to say on that. What I am excited about is the closer and closer culmination of all Netflix things becoming real in the form of our sweet, sweet kingpin that we all know and love. Reportedly in Hawkeye. It sounds like somebody... Oh, Hawkeye. I did not hear this. Vincent D'Onofrio is officially going to be... supposed to be in Hawkeye. It's an interesting one. So I'm very interested... To see how that goes, um, but it it culminates more that the Netflix, at least tangentially, is becoming more and more officially part of it, which means we have a better chance of um, some of our Netflix favorite actors becoming official oh, MCU. John Marenthal coming back as the Punisher, and then uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil would just make my life. And I want to see if they're going to keep all the storylines as canon. I'm interested to That's see that. What it kind I of seems like they have. Happened. It, I feel, but it almost yeah. seems like they have to. Do you think they have to? I well, don't know. Because they, they, they referenced the broader MCU in those shows. Yes, but did the so, broader MCU reference them? Not and yet, so, but they're about to. So it's but, like... I, it, but you can add them in and have it be like, eh, they exist. Storyline didn't really exist. That's what it is. That's how they explain it away. They're going to write it as completely new characters and be like, yeah, sorry guys, multiverse. The Netflix one blew up. Yeah, Rob all over Boner and all that. Yep, that exactly. timeline got crooned. Timeline yes, got crooned. But the characters escape. I don't know. Some nonsense. Um, time travel. But it's don't exciting. bring back Danny Rand Iron Fist. I didn't like him. Keep him at <laughs> Netflix. All right, that's all I got for news and notes. Well, um, I have some exciting news. Let's hear. It. I got the gloves that were used. Uh, for Ooh. Sylvie in Loki, the same um, oh, that is sweet. brand and stuff. I just have to cut the fingertips off. Um, I think I may have gotten the last pair on Amazon. Yeah, there um, you go. And then there. yesterday I placed my order for the shirt and vest. So that costume is coming soon. And I'm super excited. Well, guys, join the Marvel Stuff Podcast group. See Ray do all of her cool cosplay things. Yeah, follow us on Instagram because we're for sure going to post the stuff up on there. Yes, make sure you're following us, make sure you're listening, make sure you're sharing the podcast, getting it out there, spreading it around. Like I said, we just keep growing. That's thanks to you guys. Uh, we love you. We're glad you guys are on here. Uh, until next week, just uh, try not to have too much fun without us. That's-